0: Welcome to Sunny in Seattle with your host, Sunny Joy. And coming up on today's show, Sunny welcomes the psychic lawyer, Mark Anthony. He's a best-selling author of Never Letting Go and Evidence of Eternity. And the two of them will be discussing how the pandemic is karmically impacting humanity. And Mark will also be doing some live readings on the air. So you want to stay tuned for those phone numbers. And now I welcome your host for the day, Sunny Joy.
1: And good morning, everyone. Welcome to Sunny in Seattle. I'm your host, Sunny Joy McMillan. And we're here every Friday from 9 to 10 AM on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM KKNW in Seattle, and 103.3 KPCA in Petaluma, bringing you amazing guests and resources that will help you create a life filled with joy, peace, freedom, and purpose. It is radio that positively shines. And if you can't catch the show live, you can always access those show archives. Those are found at 1150kknw.com. And you can also find the show on iTunes and Podcast One. Um, Find out more about me through my website, which is goldenoversoul.com. That's goldenoversoul.com. And um, just one quick little event to mention. Um, We are going into our second week Uh, of the Soul Digger Book Club, where we're looking at Untamed by Glennon Doyle. And I have to say, I've been recommending this to all my clients and um, in any groups that I'm in, it has just come up so much. And I really feel like it is transforming people's lives. Um, The responses to it have just been amazing. So if you would like to join us, no need to have read the book uh, for tomorrow. Um, If you are coming in new, um, I'm actually making my way through the end of the book myself today. So We meet on Saturday mornings at 10 a.m., at least during, you know, while we're still feeling ripple effects from the pandemic and many of us are still at home. um, We have been meeting on Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. Pacific. Um, We may switch that to a weekday evening once things have maybe a little more sense of normalcy, but we'll see. But for now, you can join us tomorrow um, and you can find out more and register at GoldenOversoul.com under the events page. Um, So, Benny, quick check in with you. How's everything going up in Seattle? Oh, we're doing pretty good. It was a beautiful week all week long. Uh,
0: temperatures are uh, nice and toasty. Uh, heading into the weekend, it's going to cloud up. However, your last post from Action Jackson, I must point out. <laughs> you post him and I know you laugh. I think it's adorable. And I just now thought up of his next little slogan. It's have bull will travel. Oh! <laughs> I think that is perfect for the last post because I don't know how he did that or why or I know it was just because it's beautiful in your area, but you have the best photos of him lately.
1: Yeah. Well, he, he is a very easy, uh, subject He's, to yeah, photo, exactly. but yeah, we had an unusual, I mean, when we moved to Petaluma, uh, we had heard that it wouldn't really reach, there would be some days above 90. I mean, it's kind of similar to Seattle in the mm-hmm, sense that we mm-hmm. get nice cool Moments. evenings and mm-hmm. you know, we're close enough to the water where we feel that. So anyway, we had an unseasonably warm week this week where we Same were here. in the nineties for yep. three days. Yeah. And we took Jackson outside and set him down and he just melted into the pavement was like, I can't do this on his back,
0: no less. That's yeah, the best part. So it's like, yeah. I think I Well, I commented if everyone sees it, but it's like, you know, where's his bowl? <laughs> he misses his bowl because he's been sleeping yes. lately and, and mellowing out in his own little bowl. So
1: yes, he does. Yes. You so got a good kid
0: there. Speak. A Good kid there, though. Oh.
1: We do. We very much do. Our little fur baby. And yeah. me. if you want to see more of these photos, I usually post them on my personal Facebook page. So you can find me on Facebook if you want to see Action Jackson and in, in action. Exactly. Or in action. Oh well, Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> and you still have to do a coffee table book. And I would love a personally uh, personalized signed copy from him <laughs> at any okay, time. So- I would be more than happy to purchase that.
1: You and my mother are now on board for creation of an yes. action jacks book, so we'll see how this goes, Betty. I may need more nudges from the universe on that one to make it go. I'll, I'll
0: send you I... subject matter. I will. I'll give okay. you ideas where to take them. <laughs> you know, okay. I think the bountiful.
1: Oh well, good to check in with you, Betty. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. So um, I am really excited to welcome back to Sunny in Seattle this morning, Mark Anthony. Um, And I actually was looking back at my notes. And uh, so uh, we are in our fifth year of the show. And I interviewed Mark my first year of doing Sunny in Seattle. So this is a really Oh, it's just a, a fun celebration to bring him back. Um, and for those who don't know Mark, um, he is the psychic lawyer. He's a fourth generation psychic medium who communicates with spirits. He is also a successful attorney licensed to practice law in Florida, Washington, DC, and before the United States Supreme court. So of course, any, any attorney that comes across my radar screen, that's doing this kind of work. Um, me being a recovering attorney myself, I always, my ears perked up when I first learned about Mark and his background. Um, Mark graduated from Mercer Law School with honors, which included the study of law at Oxford University in England. He has also studied mediumship in England at the Arthur Findlay College for the Advancement of Psychic Science. He is the best-selling author of Never Letting Go and Evidence of Eternity. His highly anticipated third book is coming soon. Mark appears nationwide on TV and radio. If you go to his website, which is um, evidenceofeternity.com, you will see just about every major uh, media loco you can have. So he's made the rounds for sure. He has also appeared on national TV, including the CBS hit The Doctors, where information he provided during a reading he conducted cracked a cold case murder. He is a featured speaker at conferences, expos and universities, which include 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 Brown, Columbia, Harvard, and Yale. He is continuing the Mark Anthony 2020 visionary tour online, uh, appearing on shows worldwide, including this one. So we are very lucky to have him back. And again, that website is evidenceofeternity.com. And welcome back to Sunny in Seattle, Mark Anthony.
2: Thank you, Sonny. It is so great to be back on air with you. And congratulations, five years on the air and going strong.
1: Yeah, well, thank you. And I have to tell you, Mark, um, I remember when I first started the show and I was reaching out and, you know, first the the guests that I had were colleagues from I you know my life coach training program or other things and I remember when I reached out via your website the first time to invite you to be on the show and I was so nervous you were like my first big get that I had on the show and then you ended up in Seattle and we're in studio and I just have such fond memories of all of the process so it's really lovely to have you back
2: oh thank you well I look forward to coming back to Seattle and I was actually my 2020 visionary tour I was going to be in Seattle at East West uh, Bookstore for three nights of events, but that's been postponed probably into 2021. And I know that East West is going through a rough patch like so many businesses are. And, and uh, we're all taking a big hit on this one. But, you um, know, all I can say to everybody out there is, you know, hang on, keep the faith, social distance. Uh, yeah. Don't don't buy into that. It's a hoax. It is not a hoax. Um, I know too many people in in the medical and pharmaceutical uh, professions that have told me that uh, we can and will get through this, but people have to stop. You know, spreading
0: it.
1: Yeah. And actually, you know, Mark, while we're talking about this, I do want to talk about your background and all of the things for folks who don't know you yet. But since we're talking about current circumstances, you know, what, given your background, not only as an attorney, but also as a medium, a very talented psychic, you know, what's your take on all this or how are you handling it?
2: Well, you know, when I, when I, I've been on several shows talking about all the conspiracy theories related to it and what people have to realize. There have been pandemics since the dawn of recorded history, and the last big one is uh, the Spanish flu of 1917-1918. And then, of course, before that, they had the plague of 1665. And then before that, they had the sweating sickness in the uh, early 1500s during the reign of Henry VIII and uh, Philippe of France. And then then it goes back to the bubonic plague, the Black Death. So this is yet another plague which is going through our planet. But there's more to it than that. And i mean this on the spiritual level Sonny, is there's a shockwave? there's like a great disruption uh you know to to paraphrase star wars there's a great disruption in the force <laughs> and i know that sounds funny but no you know, i love now, it well we now know that uh, we are all energetically interconnected through the study of quantum physics and in a lot of my books Uh, In in, in my books and in a lot of my lectures, I explain how quantum physics explains the afterlife spirit communication. And we know that on a subatomic level, the most basic particle uh, is quanta. In other words, quantum physics, which is electromagnetic energy. And there's a shockwave going through our planet right now which is teaching us a number of things number one that we are all interconnected number two that we all are brothers and sisters because unlike people this disease doesn't discriminate it doesn't care what color creed age uh ethnic background you are it will kill people and it's also giving us an opportunity because for the first time in history Our scientific, our medical, our biological experts worldwide are all working toward this common goal, some type of vaccine treatments, how to contain and, if possible, cure this disease. And what it's giving us a chance to see is that if we put our scientists, our brain trust to work solving the problems that plague humanity, not just COVID-19, but maybe cancer, maybe food production issues, maybe turning the use of fossil fuels from something that pollutes into something cleaner. Uh, We saw recently, for the first time in 500 years, dolphins spotted in the canals of Venice. People in uh, Mumbai, India, were actually able to see the mountain range nearby because the sky wasn't filled with pollution and smog. And the the fact of the matter is we can use our scientists to create the technology to improve the quality of life on this planet. And I think from a spiritual standpoint, that is the wake-up call that we're getting. The sad part is the people who make the decisions, the the ego-driven personalities and authority-driven personalities that are in control, will they—
1: hmm. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I love about your work so much is you bring in so much, uh, you know, of quantum physics, of uh, medical science, of religious history. You have such a, a depth of wisdom and knowledge in so many areas. So I'm very um, yeah, I just really appreciate you sharing your perspective. And one of the things that I was um, interested in about this whole occurrence. Um, one of my mentors was a sociologist before she does the work that she currently does, and um, she was researching. You know what happened at the at the end of um, other types of. You mentioned other plagues and pandemics that the human race has faced over. The, you know last few centuries or millennia even um, and there was a rise in non-religious spiritualism that occurred um, I believe it was after she was referring to the 1917-18 Spanish flu as well as one that was even farther back I think more in the 15 1600 year range um, so anyway I'm you know I'm hopeful that out of this not only all the things that you mentioned but that that uh, people will be drawn to more drawn to work like yours and and this spiritual awakening that i think so many people are experiencing
2: thank you and and um, that's very important you know um, during the the plague of 1665 Mm -hmm. sir isaac newton and i I really like sir isaac newton because basically he was the superstar of the enlightenment he and but he was also very germophobic, so he went into mm. self isolation during the pandemic, and he used his time really well because he developed the laws of gravity, the laws of optics, and he invented calculus, mm. um, much to the chagrin of many high school students. But, <laughs> uh,
3: but, but me uh, included.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um but the thing is, uh, what history's taught us is eventually pandemics will come to an end and we have got to be smart about it. And conspiracy theories have been going on for centuries. I mean the bubonic plague, it was thought evil spirits were doing this. And I know, you know, I hear all these, you know, religious fanatics running around, you know, it's the end of the world and blah 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 and you're evil and, you know, and all that, you know. You know, mm-hmm. casting the first d- doing everything the it's like what would uh, the opposite of Jesus do, you know. Um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, then hand those out to the, the religious fanatics. And there's a difference between a religious fanatic and a Christian. Uh, Christians uh, value peace and love and understanding and non-judgment. And religious fanatics, well, it's just easier to cast the first stone and run around being holier than thou. And those same people were saying that evil spirits were sweeping through uh, Europe. Well, now science which uh, Newton spearheaded during the Enlightenment. Now we know that it was a bacteria carried by fleas that were on rats. Mm-hmm. And in that era, everybody had rats. And so then the fleas would get on you, then the bubonic plague uh, started um, spreading like wildfire. And you know and, and it had nothing to do with evil spirits. And yeah. so when I hear people now, you know, saying this is God striking us down, well, maybe this is God presenting us a lesson, to for us to use our scientific minds to to improve the quality of life on this planet. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe maybe that's um, hopeful optimism. But I, I, you know, we're now at the point, Sonny, where humanity has developed the technology we could destroy all life on this planet within about 20 minutes in a nuclear war. yep, we're, we're at that point. And is this our last chance? Is this an opportunity to get it? And, and uh, before we go to something else, you know, I've had the honor, um, in my lifetime I've, I've talked to five astronauts. I've met Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, John Glenn, Captain Mike Foreman, and even a politician, uh, Bill Nelson, who was on the space shuttle. And... All of them said basically the same thing. When you're up there and you look down on the earth and you see how beautiful it is. Yeah. They said it's like this big blue and green. And he said you can just feel the life pulsating from it. And then the stark realization that that's the only place we have to live. Yeah, I wish everybody could have that awe, that wonder, that realization Because this whole thing about we have to conquer you, we have to control, we must dominate, it could very well turn that beautiful blue wonder floating through space into a smoking cinder of uh, radioactive waste. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, we have the choice for that not to happen.
1: Exactly. I love the idea of going from a model of dominion to stewardship, and I hope that this helps that uh become more of our model um but mark i have to say we already have people waiting on the line and i haven't even given out i mean i guess folks who are regular listeners know the number to the station and so i'm just going to ask you mark you know um would you like to share anything of your background do you want to go straight to callers how would you like to handle it
2: um if you want to do well here's what i'd like to do for the for the callers Mm -hmm. i'm not a fortune teller so if you want to call in about love life and career here's my advice Get yourself in good physical shape. Be the best person you can be. And uh, don't look for people, um, you know, at. Last call at a bar when everyone's drunk, okay? So there's the love life advice. All right, career. If you hate your job, well, then uh, update your resume and become the very best that you can be at your job so that your transferable skills will take you to a new one. There, those two questions are out of the way. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm half joking there, but, but seriously, people are always like, well, will I find love? And it's like, well, what are you doing about it? Nothing. Well, you get into something, what you put out, of, you know, get out of it, what you put into it. But, but for the people who are calling for the, the spirit communication, what I call interdimensional communication, um, I, I want to get to as many people as possible. Sometimes the person that you want to hear from the most may not be the first one in. Many times they are, but they may not be. The questions that I'll be asking you to verify the pieces of information being conveyed to me are going to be, do you recognize this or does that make sense? I caution people about going directly to no. A lot of times people want to get into this no, 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 no. And what you're doing is slamming the door in the Spirit's face. It's better to say, I'm not sure. Let me think about it. Because after the reading, there's a period of time I refer to as the unfolding. And it can take hours, days, weeks, and sometimes longer for the full impact of the reading to make sense to you. And I get emails constantly from people who are like, oh my gosh. After the reading, it dawned on me what that was. Yeah. Uh, so, so that is, in a nutshell, normally when I do private readings and people can... Um, and, and Sonny, I want to, um, for your listeners, if people go to my website, evidenceofeternity.com, and you apply for a telephone reading, which is just as accurate as an in-person reading, in the application form, if you put Sunny in Seattle in the application form, you will be eligible for a reduced fee session with me. And I want to make that available for listeners uh, of Sunny in Seattle.
1: Oh, thank you so much, Mark. And, you know, before we go to that first caller, one of the things that I remembered from Evidence of Eternity is you talk about prayer raising the frequency, the vibrational frequency. And I just wondered, should we have a small prayer before we start taking callers so people can see what you normally say to raise that vibration?
2: absolutely i'd like um to to start with a prayer oh god send forth your holy spirit upon us guide all our thoughts and words so that our whole lives will be pleasing to you stay with us in times of trial be close when we are weak in body and soul and grant us the strength courage and grace to treat each other the way we wish to be treated amen
1: beautiful Okay, well then let's let's do this. Um, we've got, I guess, Jason uh, calling in from overseas. Jason, um, welcome to the show.
3: Hello. Hey, Hi. Jason.
1: Yes, how can we help you? What question do you have for Mark?
4: Um, the questions I have for Mark, I just um, I just kind of wanted to see what he would say. <laughs> you know, kind of like because um, I, I kind of want to get a spiritual reading.
2: Okay, let's see who's around you. All right, I'm picking up on a... Um, your name is Jason, correct?
4: Jason, right.
2: Jason. Um, I'm picking up on a female energy around you. Now, what's interesting about her and, and, and uh, for the callers, I use the word interesting way too much, but uh, what's uh, notable about this spirit is I feel that she could be on the generation above you, which could be like parent, you know, parent, uncle, and it doesn't always mean a parent. It could be somebody like an aunt or stepmother or mother-in-law. Um, but what I'm getting with this woman is first I get a gender, then I'll get an idea of how they passed. And I'm getting this these lumps in, in my throat, uh, my lymph glands, and I'm feeling lumps throughout uh, her entire body. And this would indicate some type of issue with her lymph... Um, lymph uh, yeah, this could be lymphoma, this could be cancer. Because I feel that uh, this nausea and... Um, difficulty eating or holding down food prior to passing. And that could indicate that she simply wasn't eating prior to passing. But sometimes this is also a trigger for um, a cancerous condition. In other words, it doesn't have to mean cancer, but it could be. And what I'm getting about her, Jason, is that her passing was not a quick event, that it took time. I'm also getting that even though she was um, very ill and pretty heavily medicated with pain, pain painkillers, uh, pain medication prior to passing that she was still aware of what was going on in other words i'm not picking up on like a dementia or an alzheimer's and she keeps talking about her connection with you and i don't know if you were there 24 7 but it seems like you were either in touch with her frequently or there frequently prior to her passing does any of that make sense to you jason
4: would you it regards a female that already passed. Yes. Um, not a fe- no, not a female. But the, you said the word painkillers. That that has something to do with. That has something. Well, I'm to do picking with up
2: something. on a female energy. I'm not because I, I don't stretch to make it fit. So let me find out what or uh, why do painkillers make sense to you?
4: Uh, because my brother was in a, an accident. And uh, he was hit by a car, and then he was prescribed pain pills, and he was released from the hospital. And then weeks later, he uh, pissed. This is seven years ago.
2: Okay. But see, the energy that I'm picking up is a female. Now, this could be a mother, this could be a grandmother, but I'm getting that she is connected to you. It feels like she's connected to you actually through uh, the male side of the family. Okay. So she could be someone connected to your dad or, you know, on your father's side of the family. And, um, hold on. I know you said that your brother's in a car accident, but they're focusing on you in a car. Is there something going on with your car or you're like in the process of getting a new car or some problem with your car?
4: Um, actually, that's kind of funny. Yes. My car, my, my truck is actually, I need to get it fixed, but I'm looking to get a new car. Yes.
2: Okay, so whoever whoever this lady is, and this could be—is your father's mother on the other side?
4: My father's mother is on the other side, yes.
2: Okay, that's—remember that's. that's remember I said it's a female that's coming through that feels connected with uh, the male side of your family. I think this is your paternal grandmother, and basically she's telling you to basically get a new car, okay? Okay. <laughs> um,
3: well here's
2: here's what she's saying she goes the the vehicle you have now is just a money pit and what's going to happen is you're going to fix it and she said you're going to think that you're saving money but actually you're going to end up spending more money all right now um the the male energy coming through which very well could be your brother i keep seeing accounting facts figures data um, I'm seeing like spreadsheets. Um, did he do anything with with the the hardcore math? You know, it could be like accounting, could be engineering, but I keep seeing facts, figures, and data compilation.
4: Um, oh, he was in sales, medical sales.
2: He was in medical sales. Okay.
4: Yeah. Like for hearing aids.
2: Oh, right, right, right. Hold on. The re- when I when I pause, I'm, I'm number one. I'm listening to you, but number two, I'm listening to him. Okay. Here's what's weird about this. Um, I don't want to say weird, but but of note. It's like the reason he got hit, I mean, clearly it was an accident, but it seems like right. he was going somewhere and then he changed either direction, like he was going somewhere that he wasn't supposed to or hadn't planned on going, and then like did an about face and was heading in the opposite direction. And it almost well, feels was like actually, he, was, he, was he was walking. Duncan, yeah, that's what I was going to say. He was walking. Okay. Um, in other words, like he was going across the street and thought, oh, I forgot something or, oh, I need to go. Like he turned around, like all of a sudden he changed direction right before this happened and he didn't have his mind on what he was doing. And and the thing yeah, is, there may no, be no way to, to. I'm sorry.
4: I wasn't there. I was actually out of the country
3: when it happened.
4: And then I flew in from Europe to, to see the, you know, the, the funeral and all that. Funny right, right. Thing, um, Here's the, the thing, really though, Jason. Thing we, may, we, funny, we
2: may not crazy. be able to verify that at this point in time, but this is what your brother is wanting me to convey to you, okay? And I'm not sure why, but he keeps giving me, I keep getting Lincoln, Lincoln, Lincoln. Now, Lincoln can mean a lot of things. It could be a car, like a Lincoln Continental. It could be a, a city, like a Lincoln, Nebraska. Or Lincoln could be a reference to, um, for me, it usually means Washington, D.C. And I know the show's out of Washington State, so I don't want to you know make the leak leap to Washington State, but it could be something in the Washington, D.C. area or something that involves the word or a place with the name Lincoln.
4: Lincoln. That's funny. I'm trying to think if the word Lincoln means anything to us. I mean, my dad, who also passed away that same year before my brother, actually, he had a Lincoln town car. I don't know.
2: Bingo. So guess who's (laughs) with your brother? Okay. (laughs) Okay. So you got your brother, we got your, wow, we got the triple crown here. I, we got your brother, your dad, and your uh, paternal grandmother. Um, so yeah, basically yeah. these folks are coming through for you. All right. And, uh, you know, here's the, the time, thing, actually. Jason, they want to talk about you. And they, they're they telling me that you always strive to do the right thing. You're very diligent um, in, the, in, in what it is you take on a lot of burdens and responsibilities for other people. It's as if the mantle of of being the patriarch of the family has been handed to you, and you're doing a very good job with this. And it's, it's I don't want to say funny in the ha-ha sense, but you're the reluctant hero. In other words, you know, you're now the patriarch of the family, and it's like, well, wait, I didn't want this to happen now. I needed another 10 years, at least. But this is what's going on with you. And they're also telling me that you're very determined and that you never give up. And you have this tenacious quality about you that when you get your sights set on an objective, particularly when it comes to family and family members, you never give up. And so you're getting, like, major thumbs up, kudos, and a lot of love from your, your family on the other side. So I'll leave that with you.
4: That's great. Um I feel my brother actually with me every day. I, the funny thing is, every time I look at my phone, it always shows 1117. I always look at it every day, and it's his birthday, November 17th. Is that Bingo. strange?
2: Yeah, no. Well, yes and no. Yes, it's strange, but no, it's not, because that's what, in my book, Evidence of Eternity, there's a chapter called Frequency Beacons, and that chapter explains how that's a frequency beacon that your brother is emitting to you. In other words, he directs your attention to a clock or a watch or something that has eleven seventeen and you immediately think of him and message received. In other words, he's around
4: you. Yeah, it's actually every single day. And I take a screenshot of it and I send it to my mom. Perfect. Wow,
1: that's beautiful. Oh well thank you so much for your call, Jason. Um I and hope that Mark's message helped.
4: Financially I had some struggles I was very doing very well at one point and then I had some struggles, but I feel like now he's guiding me in the right direction or something like that. Cause I've been having a lot of luck lately. Maybe if you could tell me something about maybe something about the finance part, because I feel like things are coming together. Yeah. you know.
2: Well, you know what we got as much as I'd love to spend uh, the whole hour with you. I do need to get to other people. And the thing is, um, when you get a frequency beacon, the first thing that comes to you, what that message is, what that guidance is, go with it. That's the message.
1: Yeah, beautiful. Thank you so much, Jason.
2: God bless you, Dave. Very much. God bless you, Jason.
1: Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so, Mark, um, I, let me, Benny. How about we forgo our break cool. <laughs> again this week? Okay, sounds good. <laughs> um, yeah. So we can we can keep going. Mark, sure. is that okay with you? Just so we can we can have as much time on the air as possible.
2: Um all tuned in to the other side. Let's rock and roll. Nice.
1: Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. So and I also just want to say, since we are doing more callers today than um than I think we did in our past interview, I just want people to know I was picked up evidence of eternity again and reread before today's show and it is such an incredible book and for anyone out there listening it provides so much insight into exactly you know what jason was talking about when you get these messages that you think may be from your loved one and it, yeah mark just is a fantastic writer so in any event highly recommend that book but now we will go on to our next caller um david from new jersey welcome to the show good morning how you doing very well what question do you have for mark Hey,
2: Mark, how you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for calling in, David. I just wanted, you know, guidance and spirit from the other side, um, oh, if possible. okay. All right, hold on. Um, I'm going to turn up my volume here
0: because I can barely hear you. And I'll bring him up a little bit more, too, for you. There.
2: Okay, thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Benny. All right, David, let's see what we got. All right, I'm being pulled right over to um, the grandmother level. Hey, is your is your maternal grandmother on the other side? Yes. Okay. The uh, reason I'm saying that is because I'm getting a whole maternal grandmother thing going on here. And um, stand by. Okay. Interesting. With her uh, passing, I feel like I'm coughing, 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 and I'm feeling difficulty breathing, fluid buildup in the lungs, in the lower section of the lungs. I'm feeling issues with her pancreas, diaphragm, liver, and low back pain. This this poor lady, she was really, really ill prior to passing, and uh, it seems like she was having a lot of difficulty breathing toward the end. Does that make sense to you?
4: Yes. Um... Yeah, she died from COPD. Um, Okay, that would
2: be, yeah, that's exactly what what I'm describing because um, the fluid buildup, the coughing, coughing, difficulty breathing – and this is really a beautiful image. She's showing um, you holding her hand, and she's also holding up a Bible. So I'm I'm taking that to mean that she was very uh, she could have been very religious, but also very spiritual. But what I like about her is this wasn't just someone who would fling out Bible quotes to make you feel bad. She instead used her faith to find it as a source of inspiration um, for for people around her. Does that make sense to you?
4: Yes. She had a psalm and a proverb for everything.
2: Perfect. Okay. Wow. I love your
4: grandmother. She's a good communicator.
2: Okay. Um, she said, okay, oh, hold on, Dave. Uh, a little tough love here from grandma. Okay. <laughs> she said, you are straying from your spiritual path because she, basically she loves you. You're You're a very good man. She said, but of late lately she said you're kind of straying from your spiritual path a bit let's see where she's going with this um she said you've been consumed by a lot of anger and judgment right now and it's it's very understandable that's what i'm getting from her she said but she doesn't want you to cloud the fact here says her words that david you are one loving boy, one loving man. She said, Don't let anger and anxiety ah a lot of the anger stemming from anxiety. She says, Don't let that cloud or block your love. And she's also concerned because you feel there's there's so many burdens on you lately that you there's days you feel I just don't want to go on. And this doesn't necessarily mean that you're, you are you know, having suicidal ideation, but there's some days you just feel it'd be a lot easier just to give up. And she said, not my, David. <laughs> okay, so um, does that make sense to you?
5: Yes, uh, it makes a lot of sense.
2: Okay, um, so let's see what she's... Are you getting enough sunshine, enough vitamin D? Oh,
5: my God, I just... Oh, my God, I just got tested uh, a week before last, and I'm highly deficient in vitamin D.
2: Okay. It's amazing what spirits know because she's scanning you, okay, and uh, if, if, if Sunny wants, I can explain this in detail. But spirits are pure energy, and they move at light speed. So she just did a whole scan on your body and tell me about the one of the reasons— that you're having some issues right now also and i don't want to say psychologically but your moods are down is that you're vitamin d deficient and there's two ways we can get vitamin d well three from our foods from uh, taking the supplement or from being out in the sun and that doesn't mean you have to lay out in the sun for eight hours you can, you know get 10 15 minutes a dose of sun uh, per day because um, the the sunlight uh, provides um, your your skin converts the sunshine into vitamin d and so she said that that is contributing to this. And so that when you start uh, stabilizing and increasing your your vitamin D levels, then you're going to start feeling better, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and physically. So the guidance for you today, David, from your grandmother in spirit, is sunshine and vitamin D.
4: Wow. I, I just got the
5: chills. Because <laughs> that's literally what I was calling for. But uh, you literally just told me everything I needed to hear.
3: Mm.
2: Well, let's thank your grandmother. And most importantly, let's thank God for sending forth spirits for the highest of purposes to bring messages of love, healing, and resolution.
1: Yes. Thank you so much for your call, David. And I'm just a thank you to your grandmother for showing up as well. Hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, Mark, is there anything, um, you know, as I was listening to David and um, Jason and I was thinking for anyone out there, I've got we've got a couple more callers on the line again. (laughs) um, I'm afraid even to give out the number because we may have too many for the show. But um, just in case, I think we probably have enough to line us out for the rest of the show. But if you want to try and get in the queue, the number is 888-298-5569. That's eight 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 two nine eight five five six nine, 298 5569 And I'm just thinking, you know, for our next callers, sometimes people really want to hear from a specific person. And one of the things I also remembered um, when I was or came across when I was rereading Evidence of Eternity was not only does disbelief can that block spirit coming through, but intense grasping desire for that can also block it. So what advice do you have for those out there who really want to hear from a particular person, but maybe they don't?
2: Yeah, uh, that's thank you, Sonny. Ah, that, God, I, I could do shows with you all day. Um, oh,
1: good, let's do
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> we should. Um, what it is, um, in, in the new book that I'm writing, and I, I, I touched upon it in Evidence of Eternity, when people put angst into the energetic field, like saying no, 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 and shooting everything down, you create a negative barrier, spirits back off. And the same thing is achieved when you, I want, I want, I want i want this person why don't they come through to me i don't understand because you're flooding the energetic field with angst and negativity and you don't mean to okay because you know you really want to hear from these people so you have to change the focus from i want to i invite so because you see the change the focus instead of saying i want you know aunt martha to come through how about i invite aunt martha to to make a connection and so by doing that, you're taking the negative and the angst and the desire out of it, because those those highly charged emotions unintentionally create a barrier. It, it's it's um, like you're trying to tune into another frequency with. Well, we are trying to tune to another frequency and all of a sudden someone's blowing a whistle in your ear. So we got to get rid of the whistle.
1: Yes. Okay, wonderful. Well, with that said, why don't we welcome our next caller? We've got Maureen from Port Orchard, Washington. Welcome to the show. How can we help you? Maureen? Um, this is Maureen from Seattle. Oh, yep. Sorry, oh, yes, Sorry about that, Maureen. I had Sorry. the wrong one. Go ahead. Okay, hi. Um,
3: anybody coming through for me today?
2: <laughs> okay, Maureen, let's see what we got. Um. Interesting. Um. I'm getting a younger male now this could be somebody on the child niece nephew level or this could have been somebody that you knew when you were younger let me let me see if i can get a fix on okay he keeps giving me the number 11 and the way i'm seeing him he could be anywhere from like 10 to 13 years old and what i'm getting with this young man is i am getting a massive impact sensation to my head now when i get a massive impact sensation that that doesn't always mean head trauma, but it generally, um, it can mean head trauma, stroke, aneurysm, brain tumor, or a quick passing. And I am getting that impact. I'm tasting quite a bit of blood. So this does feel like this was a a traumatic, um, injury that, that led to this, this, uh, um, this young male's passing. Does that make any sense to you?
3: Um, not yet, but I'll do some thinking
2: about that. Yeah, that, that's fine. Let's let's keep working with him. Oh, and here's the thing: this could also be a spirit for another caller because I've <laughs> I've had that happen when people are in queue. This could be somebody else. So if there's a caller or somebody um, in the, in the chat room that can let Benny know, like, hey, that's for me. But what I'm getting is I'm getting a, a younger male. Looks like he's um, um, white. Um, massive impact. Um, I am feeling yeah, big time head trauma. Um, And it does feel like I feel like he was riding his bicycle when he got hit by a car. And I know that we had an earlier uh, caller with a car, but this is a a different age range entirely. So if he's not making sense to you, let's ask him to step aside. But I am getting another male coming through um, through for you, Maureen. And what I'm getting with him. okay, this guy could be 40s, early 50s. Um, what I'm getting with him, and I feel like also in the room spinning around, and I'm collapsing. Okay, um, getting a uh, like a flash of light inside of my head. So this could be an indication of uh, possibly a stroke. Um, yeah, st- stroke and aneurysm read very similar, but I'm also now getting numbness running down the whole left side of my body. Fascinating because. That can indicate a heart attack, which affects the left side of your body. However, it could also be a right brain stroke, which also affects the left side of your body. And based on the sensations I'm getting in my mouth, um, I'm getting like little electrical sensations and I'm tasting a metallic sensation. um, That can indicate that there was some type of seizure, stroke, or neurological component to this. The other possibility when I taste a metallic sensation is this could indicate that he was on some type of medication, legal or otherwise, but in this case, I feel it, um, yeah, I'm not sure there. All right, does any of that make sense? Yeah, it
3: does.
2: Okay, What? don't give me his name, but what's his relationship to you?
3: Um, well, I think it's my father.
2: Okay, hold on. Did he have something about flying or airplanes? Because as soon as you said my father, I saw all these airplanes and smaller planes fly over me.
3: Well that well he was in the service and, and I know he had he was in the army but he had some connections to airplanes.
2: Okay, all right, we'll go with a yes on that one. And he just handed me three red apples. woo okay. (laughs) All right, apples are always fun. I mean, who doesn't like apples? Uh Although some people don't. Okay, so that can mean, you know, you love or hate apples. But generally, when I get apples, that's an indicator of the month of September, which could indicate significant births, deaths, anniversaries, or events connected to him, to you, or someone close to the two of you either on this side or the other side, within the month of September. Okay. Think about that. Okay, unless, all right, sometimes what I, if my pre-explanation when I do private readings, your interpretation of something is much more important than mine. Is there another significance you would have to apples, particularly red apples?
3: No, but my dad did grow up where they had an orchard and they had a lot of apple trees.
2: Okay, so he grew up, oh, oh, all right, well, let's go with that. I think that might be a yes there. Okay. okay, hold on. He's talking about you switching tracks, switching tracks, switching tracks. This keeps getting repeated. Are you doing some type of career or major shift in your personal life?
3: I have been over the last several years, yeah.
2: Okay, in what way?
3: Um, well, I left work. And I'm retired, so I've been able to do more of what I couldn't do when I was working.
2: Okay, but you're still shifting uh, tracks, shifting tracks. So even though you're not, quote unquote, you know, working, um, everyone I know who's retired says they're more, they're, they're busier now than when they were working. Sure. Um, but he yeah, says that you're, you're switching tracks, you're changing focus here. And are you doing something in the either metaphysical or the spiritual realm?
3: I have been for a while, not professionally, but I do a lot, yeah.
2: Interesting, because he just put a big chunk of amethyst right in front of me. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. okay, amethyst, birthstone for the month of February, which could also mean birth ass anniversaries, or events, connected to you or him within the month of February. Okay. All- okay. Yeah. Um, go ahead.
3: Um, that was my parents' anniversary, February.
2: Perfect. Mom's on the other side, too? She's still here. She's still here. Because he just handed me a ring with a pearl in it. Okay. Um, okay, now pearls are... Um, boy, your dad. was he, he must have been really precise and analytical. Yeah, because he, he likes everything compartmentalized, the way he's communicating it. Because pearls, and of course every lady that I know pretty much, has something with pearls in it. So I get that. But this could be a... Piece of jewelry with a significant um, with pearls in it of significance to you in some way. Or it's the birthstone for the month of June, which would be birth, deaths, anniversaries, or events. connected my, to you. That's my birthday. That's your birthday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's a verifiable fact following a message, which means Dad wants to talk to you about your mom and he said she's not walking enough.
3: That's very true. <laughs> okay. She's
2: yeah. And yeah. he said that she says, Oh, I don't feel like it. I don't want to. He says, Well, get her little fanny up and get it walking because that'll make her feel better. Okay. I'll tell her, I'll tell and-
3: her that. I appreciate that.
2: Well, also, part of the reason is um, walking, and this is coming from him, it's a mild cardio exercise. It's going to start... See, there's not enough blood, uh, excuse me, oxygen in her blood. The the oxygen levels in her blood are lower. And he's telling me that a light walk every day or twice a day is going to start increasing the amount of oxygen in her bloodstream, and it's going to start making her feel better. And he said also it's going to... He said, she's my little sourpuss, and I just love my little sourpuss. Did he used to tease your mom all the time? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. well, he says, I still love you, sourpuss. Now get your fanny up and go for a walk.
3: (laughs) They were married 70 years, so yeah.
2: Oh, well, okay.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll be sure and share that with her. Thank you.
2: All right. God bless you. Take care. Bye. Bye.
1: Thank you so much, Maureen. And I know we've got... um, two more callers so I think I mean we'll see if we can get to them Suzanne we may or may not but right now we've got Marie from Eastern Pennsylvania welcome to Sunny in Seattle how can Mark help you today hi how are you
5: well hi I was wondering if, if um, anyone would come through for me
2: okay hold on Marie let's see what we got here do you have a brother on the other side
5: no not that I know of um, I have a son though
2: Oh, okay. Now, he wasn't uh, the 11-year-old that came through earlier, was he?
5: No, there were some things that I was wondering about, uh, but um, it had nothing to do with the bicycle.
2: Uh, okay. Uh, well, no, no. I'm just looking at age range. Age range? No, he
5: was in his tw- early
2: 20s. Okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Stand by. Okay. Um, younger male coming through. Did this happen at night when he died? Real abrupt, unexpected. Yep. Okay. Because I'm getting a male coming yep. through. And I get this. Um, please forgive me. Uh, you know Because the way they give it to me, um, I feel like his body flying through the air and impacting it, And look, I, I can only imagine how difficult this is for, for a mother to hear something like this. But I get this sense of ejectment or like his body was thrown. Was this some type of motor vehicle accident where he was ejected from a vehicle?
5: Uh, no, but he was inside a car.
2: Um, he took uh,
5: his own life.
2: Okay, because I keep getting this ejected sensation. Stand by. The reason I'm hesitating, um, there was a, I mean, obviously there was a lot going on with him, but I get this chaotic sensation where his. Thought processes prior to this were completely haywire. And I'm not being flippant when I say this. What I'm getting with him, yeah, this was more than depression. This seemed like there was an organic issue going on with him that uh, of a psychological nature. It's almost like what he's telling me, he wasn't wired right. Did he have some type of congenital um, um, issue with his brain or a congenital defect? No, that, that...
5: no but he, he, was a, he was always a happy kid. In fact, his nickname was Smiley, and um, we never knew that he was suffering from depression.
2: Then that's uh, he's, exactly he's what in, I'm describing. He was in the
5: Marines, and I think he was afraid to ask for help and uh, get medication.
2: Okay, what, what I'm describing, uh, Maureen, he's explained to me that he had a congenital defect. In other words, he wasn't wired properly. Um, and that's why he was so depressed and his thought processes weren't correct. Um, and yes, he was always putting on the happy face because he thought he could tough it out and get through it. Also, he is not the type who ever would have gone on medication for this. Um, I just get that he didn't really like medication. Does that make any sense of any type?
5: Um, well, he didn't really, um, have to take any medication most of the time. He wasn't really sick a
2: lot. Right. But what I'm talking about, it it, it doesn't have to do with psychological. Med- it could be like, you know, even antibiotics or something like that. He just, or even aspirin or Tylenol. I can't, I just see him not wanting to take any of that.
5: Yeah. But, but when he was young, when he was very little, his nickname was Smiley, and it wasn't an act. It was real. He exuded joy. So to have him totally be, um, I guess, be a teenager having problems, I didn't know if it was normal stuff for the teenage years because I didn't have brothers growing up or if there was really something that we needed to be aware of um and look, you know, go to the doctor or whatever, or a counselor. And um I I had no idea that fifty percent of mental health issues arise by the age of fourteen. I've never heard that information until later.
2: Yeah, that's the age of
5: twenty five. I had no idea.
2: Right. That's what he was getting into about he wasn't wired right. In other words, see a lot of times people look to not that you're doing this, but many people say, um they want to assign responsibility or fault to the person. What your son's telling me is he wasn't wired properly. In other words, the depression was organic to him, and he had absolutely no control over this. That's why his thought processes were chaotic. So sure, he may have been, you know, smiley as a child, but this was always there, and it was intensifying over time. And like you indicated, he was not the type to seek out treatment. So essentially... What he is telling us is that this wasn't his fault, this wasn't your fault, this wasn't anybody's fault. This is what happened to him, and because of the the intense organic change that was going on within his brain.
5: So it was really brain chemistry.
2: Exactly, exactly. And it's hard for us, you know, because when you look at somebody like that, they look fine. You know, he said he was, you know, Marine, he was fit. And it's like, snap out of it. You know, if they could snap out of it, they would. Nobody wants to be depressed. But for some people, it is organic and there's nothing that they can do about it um, in, in the absence of treatment and medication, which sometimes does not work. Oh, he keeps talking about the Frisbee, the Frisbee, the Frisbee. What's up with the Frisbee?
5: I'm not sure. Um, uh, Maybe he used to throw it with his friends?
2: Uh, Well, you know, that's something that's going to hit you later on, but he shows me the Frisbee, the Frisbee, the Frisbee. Okay.
1: Mm Okay. Yes, and I, I hate to jump in, but we are getting right to the end of the hour. Um, if there's anything else, Mark, to wrap up with um, Marie, um, I just want to make sure I don't cut you off because we have to go off air. Actually, no. um, I just lost my sister to coronavirus this month,
5: the beginning of the month, and I was wondering if she came through. Yes, yeah, so and
1: we have about one minute left. Yeah, so one minute on. not
2: enough to, to do that. Um so so you know you're always welcome to apply for a reading and for uh Sunny in Seattle callers. Make sure that you listeners, make sure that you put in the application form that you heard me on Sunny in Seattle, and you'll be eligible for a reduced fee session with me. Maria, I'm very, very sorry for your losses. Um, um I can't imagine the pain that you're going through, and I'm so sorry for you losing a son. Um, it upsets the whole order of the universe when children go before, before the parent. So, so may God guide you on your journey through grief. Yeah,
1: thank you very much. Thank you, Marie, and thank you to all the callers. Suzanne, my deepest apologies. I didn't know if we'd get to you, and we unfortunately didn't. But um, if you want to find out more about Mark and connect with him, as he mentioned, with a very generous, thank you so much for doing that, Mark, for the Sunny in Seattle listener discount. The website to go to is evidenceofeternity.com. That's evidenceofeternity.com, and I cannot recommend the book of the same name highly enough. Mark, thank you so much for returning to Sunny in Seattle.
2: It's my pleasure, Sonny, and I look forward to um, being in studio with you again um, or on on the air uh, over the phone. And to all your listeners, God bless you, and stay well, be safe.
1: Yes, and this is uh, Sonny Joy, and I was joined today by Mark Anthony, the psychic lawyer, and uh, we will see you next week, everyone.